Welcome to Buzzwords, your loosely professional marketing podcast. Drinking is encouraged. As always, please do so responsibly. Stay tuned for Midwestern niceties and HR disapproved banter. Welcome to Buzzed Words. I'm Kelly. And I'm McKenna. And today we have a very special guest on the pod, a fellow digital marketer to myself, not to McKenna. You suck. Uh, yeah. For me, uh, Stina Service is joining us on the pod today. Hi, Stina. Hello. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me to be here today. Yes, we are excited to have you here. Uh, for transparency purposes, we actually, we actually used to work with Stina as a client. We were the agency. You were the client back in the day. Uh, so uh, to start off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Stina. I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm a six-time Ironman Wisconsin finisher. Okay, just pause. Because I knew, no big deal. I knew you were an Iron Man woman, whatever you were. Like, I knew that Iron you had person. done it. Because I know people that do, like, I, I know you're in the circle. Did you say six times? Did I black yeah. out? Six, six times. times. I Has anyone ever told you you're a psychopath? Oh, what was that? <laughs> Has anyone ever told you you're a psychopath? I mean, probably. That's cool. insane. Okay. Six. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Continue. Six times. Yeah, yeah. Yikes. Um, I started in 2013, did it the following year. I took 2015 off and then I've done it every year since. So which, so just the Madison one or you've traveled? Yeah, just Madison because it's okay. like in my backyard and I don't have to yeah. go anywhere and it's like awesome training to just do it in my backyard. Yeah. And you don't have to haul all of your equipment, like your really, really expensive equipment. Yes. Places. Yes. Yeah. I feel real lazy now. Like I signed up for the the oh, Monona twenty k. Dirty no, 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 no. no. Just because I sign up for races doesn't mean I'm great at them. So are you gonna, gonna go do it? Oh yeah, she's still I just gonna fell, do it. Yeah, I just fell off the wagon of training like six to eight weeks ago. Like I was doing no, really well. She's an asshole. She's an asshole. It Everybody, stop listening to Kelly. She I, she does these things and she makes a big deal out of it. Like, oh my god, yeah. it's gonna be awful, and I haven't trained and like that. It's like it's I barely awful. take a walk around the block. Like, get over yourself. It's gonna be slow, but it'll be fine. And the weather's supposed to be nice. And when it's done, I'll um, be like, wow, I can't believe how better I would have done if I actually would have kept running. So when is the last time that you checked the weather for this thing? Oh no. I'm like sorry, two days I'm ago. sorry to be the bear. So I'm a little obsessive with the weather. I also have a race on Saturday, but not the Monona 20K. I'm doing one in, in Oconomowoc. But I read just like an hour ago, 20 to 30 mile per hour wind gusts. No, I need you to stop. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to stop right now. <laughs> The only thing saving my sanity was that it was going to be a nice day. And at least yeah. I would have, at least it would be a nice day to run around the lake. Nice and I just took a big shit all over that. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, anyway, it'll be, uh, it'll be fun. I've, I've run longer distances on less training. So like my body, will, it'll be fine. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cl- cloud, windy. Perfect. Perfect. It'll be yeah, warm though. Uh, no. It'll just suck. Anyway, uh, so you're a rock star. You're like Wonder Woman, six Ironmans. Thank you. That's, what's your fastest time? It was t- the year 2019, 12 hours and 44 minutes. 12 hours? Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> okay, so, Kelly, she just said 12 hours and 40 42 minutes, minutes 44 minutes yeah. i know nothing about iron man like other than the fact that it's insane that feels- and like whatever i don't know what like an average time is but like the fact that like that's just a time in general that someone finishes that that just makes my soul hurt a lot they give you 17 hours to finish you have until midnight yes. you, came in, you came in wander that's good that's good <laughs> yet yeah, i volunteered at the I'm, I'm friends with people who do that stuff the training is insane i i the am training not- is the fun part <laughs> like i've done sprint tries sprints are fun they don't require nearly as much dedication and then they're and over you pretty just, quickly like, you roll out of bed you do it and you're home by like 10 o'clock like yeah. sprints are pretty fun 
Sprints are fun. Okay, but have either of you ever eaten an entire pack of Oreos watching my 600-pound life? Because Uh, that is a different kind of training. I'm an Ironman. I I burn 12,000 calories a day. Yeah, I I, 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 fuel on the bike with Oreos, actually, because it's very, it's Uh, easy calories, and it's like, I think one cookie is 70 calories. So it's yeah, just dense. pure sugar. It's just yeah. carbs. Yep. So. They're really Oreo. dense. Oreo, if you're looking for a sponsor, we have a six-time Ironman yeah. here for you. She's, she's basically like Serena Williams over here. Pretty, Pretty much. much. <laughs> so Ironman, so what do you prefer to do of the three? I prefer to finish... <laughs> like as soon as I start swimming, I'm like, oh my god, when is this going to be over? Oh, you're like, all it's right, hours twelve hours and twelve and a half hours left to go. Yes, yes. <laughs> swimming, I always thought was the hard. That's it's just because it's the most unfamiliar. But when I did, uh, it's boring because you, you're like you can't talk to anyone. Your face is in the water, and then there's all these. Ass- the way and I was gonna say there are people like kicking you in the face because no one like I'm not good at sighting either so I try to maintain distance but in the water depending on where you're doing it around here the water's just black you can't see anything anyway so you're just staring into a void it's cold you might see fish swim down like I saw a big like bass like swim below me absolutely not touch me don't touch me no absolutely not what Stina can you just like enlighten me in in terms of like why the anyone does this ever let alone many times like it just it sounds so miserable and awful and I get that there's like a wow I did this amazing thing but also I feel that way after I finish a pack of Oreos so like I I guess it's just like a difference in personality I'm gonna go cliche here and I, I know it's just awful and you're gonna cringe but it becomes a lifestyle it I'm not even cringing yeah. because I feel I feel like if you're going to do it, it really is. especially more than once, it has to be a lifestyle because yeah. it just takes up so much of your life. Yep. Time and, and money. Like friends it's, do it. And then you're like, okay, I'm not gonna do it next year. But then all of your friends yeah. are like, come on. And then it's I like, well, what like, am I gonna do all summer without my friends? And then you just sign up and then you're six get times friends. Later. I love get no, no, different friends. All of my friends do it because you've been training with these people forever. And so you've made friends who do it yes and now you're like yeah yeah now you're stuck with these insanely healthy crazy athletic people who yeah, force you to do runs <laughs> see this is how this is how i get dragged into 20ks because i made my friend do a half marathon a few years ago and now i'm like her running buddy which is totally yeah. fine but i just uh anyway that's good that's good gumption <laughs> because it's like i'm gonna stick with the oreos actually <laughs> i you will never ever catch me like the day that I announced that I'm going to start training for an Ironman or like, um, like an actual marathon or <laughs> even a half she intervention. It's, it's, yeah, it's either April Fool's day or I've just like received some like insane, like <laughs> diagnosis that I like have decided that my whole life is going to change and I'm going to start running and swimming and shit. I, this is, it's just not going to happen. I'm oh, just picturing cool. a, like a montage commercial in my head of Stina, like on her stationary bike training in the off season for hours. And McKenna's just like watching my 600 pound life, like slamming <laughs> yep. sleeves of Oreos. I'm like yeah. on the couch behind like, Stina and I'm just like, eating Oreos. you're both yeah. eating Oreos. And like, there are two types of people. Split screen. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> you're ready yeah. to come to my side. I'll help. Any uh, questions? Uh, uh. If you need to learn how to swim, if you need a running buddy, I'm here for you. Yeah, you seem like you'd be like perfect for that, so I will keep that in mind. Um, but I definitely wouldn't hold your breath. <laughs> okay. Although you're probably pretty good at that if you do a lot of swimming, so I don't know. Yeah, I've got a pretty low resting heart rate. Yeah, that tracks. That tracks. Can you? Can have you ever done like? Are you super into swimming? Do you like do like diving or anything? No, like like holding your dive. breath for a long period? No. Those people are crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Like my yeah, free dive. Oh. Yeah. This shit's wild. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, uh, so we'd see that's when we went off on a tangent on Iron Man, because I was expecting <laughs> you to say like one or two times and I was not expecting six. So <laughs> that's that's awesome. Um uh, continue. What else? Um, I'm, I'm afraid to say, but I just finished my 26th full marathon two weekends ago. Girl, get it. Good for you. Iron, Iron Man's are I have full marathons in them. So yep. we know we already did six. Are you yeah. human? Or are you I like a human? 
like robot or something. Like how did, how does a body do that? I just, that's wild. I just, you know, you don't wonder, you don't question, you just do it is really how it happens. I feel like that's like really good advice for just anybody, for anything like the work I have to do after this. Uh, just do it. Kelly. Like, just do it. Yeah. Just don't think about it. My to-do list and I'm like, just do it. Stress. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> How do you get through your life? I literally just look at things just and I say, just, just get it over with. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. <laughs> 26. That's awesome. Yeah. I was, I, at one point I thought about doing one, uh, and I started training for it and it did not go well. And so I never, I did the half instead that year. I downgraded from the full to the half. Um, cause I'm a slow turtle, but someday yeah. last year I had last year, we had big, before the pandemic, I had big dreams again with my friend who now runs like, we're going to do a marathon in 2020. And then the pandemic hit and we're like, we're not going to do anything in 2020. <laughs> we're going to survive in 2020 yeah. bare minimum but someday yes. it always seems it always seems appealing and then I'm really good at training for uh, like a couple months and then it's everything unravels and then, yeah. It's, yeah. then you just take a week off and then you get back to it it sounds so it's simple such, so that, you're, you're really good at just being a person you're just like yeah, get, that's get, the get over your shit and just do it yeah. You, you have to be a person. You have to be flexible. Otherwise, like what, it wouldn't be fun if you were like, oh my gosh, I have to like do every single workout that's in this stupid plan. I don't, to be, I don't follow a plan. I just kind of do what I think I need to do. And I made a plan. <laughs> I made a plan. I used like Hal Higdon's plans and like smooshed them all together. And then yeah. I, it's just a guide. Like, so otherwise I'm not sure what to do. Right. Plan or like how to build uh, distance in a safer way for your body. So like I use it as a guideline, but it's, yeah, that I'm usually really oh, diligent about it until the long runs become really long and then everything kind of unravels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 26, 26th marathon. Yes. Does that include, does that include the marathons you finished in the Ironmans? Yes. Yep. Okay. Wow. She's done as many marathons as years you are old, McKenna. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. That's, that's a lot. That's just, whoa. Okay. All right. So you're superwoman, marathons, triathlons. What else? What do you do when you're not training? Sleep, I would assume. I sleep. I actually sleep like eight and a half hours a night. Like, Okay. So you're that productive with how you need to like bottle that up. You get eight yeah. hours of sleep and you're that productive during the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm just garbage. I'm just like, I'm just a garbage. Speechless. Well, I didn't come here to make you feel like garbage. No, no you're good. No, you're good. You keep doing you. No, this you is, keep doing this you. is just ge like generally just, Kelly's like disposition. Yeah. You're we just fine. Need to catch, I just need to catch up. I just need to catch up. You're not yeah, adding to anything. No, you're you're not, it's not. Yeah, you're good. Because it is just that simple. And then just like, just have to get out of your own way. That's all. Yeah, that's exactly it. You have to get out of your own way. Um, the other thing I know that you do, because because I worked with you a little bit, was you fly drones, right? You, you do. do drone stuff. Yep. How, did you, how did you get into being a drone pilot? Uh, when I was with the hospitality management company, um, they were very forward thinking. And I noticed a lot of our competitors were using drone footage for their mm. marketing materials. And I said, we need to do this because yeah. it, people love it. And um, I went through the training and I got certified as a licensed drone pilot in the License is only good for two years, so I actually have to retest this August already. But they were super cool with it. They paid for the training. They paid for the exam. They bought the drone. And I took it home every weekend and practiced because, yeah, yeah you can read a book and watch YouTube. and But there's no way to learn other than to actually fly it. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, those That's controls cool. are like wild. They had, we had, someone had one somewhere that we were kind of messing around with and oh my God, I almost wrecked that thing in like two seconds. Was that the one at, is that the one at our last agency? The, the small yeah, one? Yeah, like when we were at that photo shoot? Yeah, or the photo shoot, I don't remember the photo shoot one. I remember the, someone had like a cheap, a, like an affordable, oh, yeah. like personal one that was like this big and those have like no stability. Yeah, because he brought, he, it was just like our company photo shoot. He just brought it to the thing. Oh. 
Larry we brought his yeah. fancy. He had a fancy one. Yeah. He used to like uh whatever the little sensor is that you can it can like follow you, you know, when you're oh yeah doing stuff. He did that. So he would take it on like motorcycle rides and just oh, wow. have it like film him while he was driving. Mm-hmm. Or like on the boat. Wow. I would I would be afraid I would lose it. Um, yes. I definitely crashed the company nice. one twice. Like, thankfully, like not real bad. Where it was just like I busted up a propeller. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> I imagine there's, up. I imagine there's some risk in that. A lot like, of risk. I went to- and that's the thing about being a licensed pilot is like knowing all the things you're actually not supposed to do, and then seeing all the local hobbyists do those things that you're not supposed to do. <laughs> it's kind of like when you're in marketing and then like you see people who don't know marketing doing marketing and you're like doing marketing doing marketing and you're like this is why this is why it's a profession like this is why people get trained to do it correct yes you don't crash and burn all the time um but talking about marketing, that's a great segue into uh, the career path. So I know you obviously became a drone pilot for your last position, but um, tell us a little bit about how you got into marketing and where you're at now. Sure. I got into marketing while I was a teller at a local credit union. Um, one of my friends at the time noticed I was pretty good at the so- uh, personal branding And she asked me to help her with her accounts for a local half marathon and triathlon. So I took over those accounts and helped grow them and really built the community with the content, the engagement and the promotions. And it was really, this was back in maybe like 2013, 14, around there. Okay. So this was really like kind of when social media was still kind of a new place for marketing. Mm-hmm. And it was just such a cool place, time to be in it, learning the ins and outs of this isn't working, why isn't it working, and kind of observing all that. And so it was just real part-time while I was a teller. And then as I kept getting promoted within the financial institution, I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like, nearly as fun <laughs> yeah so I quit that and I uh, started seeking marketing positions and I took some entry level positions here and mm-hmm. there and I um, finally worked my way up into the Girl Scouts of Wisconsin Badgerland very nice and that is recently uh, this year right well in the past like 12 months year yep I okay. started there late October so I've been there about six months and I okay. still feel like a brand new employee there's so much new to me there's so much yeah. to learn and it's they said that like it'll take a full year of being there before I fully understand everything and I think it's going to take two years just because of the pandemic yeah 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 I feel I, I mean I felt the same way even like changing agencies like I think it took I think it took me like a full year to kind of get everything like how everything worked and yep. to understand our clients and a little bit better and like it yeah it definitely internal took, process I, all oh, that in, stuff yeah the internal stuff was the stuff that took the most like same. yep <laughs> workflows and nuances and like yeah it took probably a full year and it just it just like clicked one day like one and day I was like oh yeah I get it on top yeah. of it is like yeah an extra challenge Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's intense. Uh, so how are you liking the Girl Scouts? I assume that that, like you said, there's, it feels like it should be pretty straightforward, like the Girl Scouts, but I can imagine that is like a behemoth on the back end. There's so much. It's just, it, I feel like I'm taking a bite out of an elephant every day. <laughs> there's just so much. And like, then I'll feel like, okay, maybe I'm getting it. And then I'm like, oh no, no, I don't understand. There's it's a lot, but I love it because I'm like, I'm constantly challenged. Yeah. And when I put together like video content or blog content and it's, um, no, we need it revised and it needs to be revised. And then you get five people saying, no, what needs to be this? And it's a lot of collaboration. And I love it because everyone's input is making it the best it can be. Mm preach so what um forgive me because i i don't know you personally um like kelly does but so are you handling marketing just like in general for them or are you specific to like a certain channel i'm on the digital media side so 
So everything digital would fall under you? Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) Which is like a whole shit ton of stuff. It's a lot of stuff, yes. So Um, much stuff. I do have a social media specialist, and so we do a lot of collaborating. And um, yeah, we've got a great little team of four people, and it's just awesome because when I was with the hospitality management company, it was just me and uh, another guy, but like, we didn't do a lot of collaborating and now it's more teamwork and collaboration. It's just awesome because maybe my idea sucks and their idea is better or vice versa. And it's just nice when someone tells you like, no, this isn't what we want. And it's challenging, which is awesome. Yeah. It's also nice to have just other people that are, uh, knowledgeable that you can delegate stuff to as well mm-hmm. so it doesn't all yeah or those plate, days yeah. where like your brain is mush like yesterday mm-hmm. I wrote a caption and I sent it to my colleague I'm like I don't know this isn't reading right and she responded and it like just turned it around as like yep that's mm-hmm. much better I probably should go take a walk around the block because my head isn't working today <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, McKenna and I like sit next to each other as well now in the new office. But I, I feel like I have those moments quite a bit where I'm like, I don't mm. fix it. He, this fix it. Somebody yeah. fix it. Yeah, yeah like where you're just trying to say it. They're like, so oh, long. this. It's like, yeah. I don't even know what I'm looking at anymore. Your brain just shorts. Yeah. Well, that goes to, to um, like the, I think like that's an important point to talk through just in like working in general. It's like that you clearly don't have an ego, which is like when it comes to your work and it's like the ego, your ego is which is what screws up everything. Yeah. Attention, everyone, everyone that works, like stop being an egotistical asshole. It just ruins things. For sure. Everyone read Radical Candor so you can accept and give constructive criticism. Yes. That's yeah. kind and whatever the other little lists con- are. I think it's like and productive or something. It's like constructive and yeah, whatever. Yeah. A lot of times when I send content to my team, I'll say, it's okay, throw tomatoes at it. You're not going to hurt my feelings. Like, I want to know exactly. what's ugly mm-hmm. in this. I want to know what's awful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So as a woman in marketing and business, particularly like in finance too, but like into marketing um, or in your career, what have you, if any, faced any challenges as a woman in the industry? My biggest challenge, and I actually wrote a LinkedIn post about this recently, is about like credibility, especially coming from a male. Um, I remember I was a, a board member of a nonprofit locally, and uh, we were in a meeting And something came up about graphic design. And I don't remember what the exact conversation was, but I mentioned, oh yeah, I do graphic design. And the guy goes, you dabble. Just kind of, and the way he said it really like made me feel like two inches tall. I was like, oh. And at the time I didn't say anything. I think I was just so shocked. I was like, oh, wow. And um, I feel like, no, Chad, you and your right hand dabble. Right, exactly. So I um, the audacity just continue to do what I do. And I know I, what I do is I do it well. And, you know, now I'm designing patches for Girl Scouts. God, like, now I get paid to do this. Don't you just kind of want to like design a patch that just says like, F- you chat or something, just like a specific one and make one and like send it in the mail, like anonymously. Like, uh, oh, yes. And oh, and the patch that little icon, it could be an asshole. I, I feel like a star, like a cat's finger. <laughs> Do it anyway. You can make it. You can make it like a like a new Girl Scout patch for when girls feel empowered to stand up against men who are when they stand up and say F- the patriarchy. Yeah, <laughs> break it down. Yeah, just the glass ceiling shattering. Yes. yes. I don't, well, you should try. See if they accept yeah. it. I don't think they will. I mean, maybe not with that verbiage. I can pretty much guarantee that's going to be a non-starter. But I think there's a great PC way to say that. Forky fork. You <laughs> do the forky fork. Forky fork. McKenna has a fork at her desk. We talked about this a lot now, but I just love it. And it's come up. Yeah. McKenna has a fork at her desk from her dad. Oh. And that's her, yeah, my dad, my dad, my yeah. dad had a, um, so he was in banking actually for like a really long time. Um, and he was like, a, you know, higher up. So he would have a, 
he had to have a lot of meetings with people he didn't like. And like every time he, but he had an anger problem too, a little bit of a (laughs) short fuse. And so he, instead of getting fired at every job that he was going to have by telling people to off, he got this fork and would just hold it during meetings that he was angry during. So it would be like his subtle way of saying like, fork you but like no one knew what it was like they just menacing just like he just just like hold it like it was like a thing like Like it was like a pencil just like like a fidget fidget toy almost yeah and no one knew what it was like they just knew that like bob had this fork like no one knew bob's weird yeah yeah bob's just like whatever so then when i started when i graduated from college he gave he gave me the forky fork so it now sits on my desk that's so sweet It's a sweet Sokol family heirloom. You have yet to hold it during a meeting, though, but I would die laughing if you brought that fork. Just like we're having a day and like you brought the fork. Because I don't think anyone, not very many people in the office, they might know now, uh, know what the fork is. Yeah, I think you and Sarah are like the only ones. Yeah. Yeah. I should do that. Good note. (laughs) Good night. I will. Not taking anyone's shit brain in the forky fork. (laughs) Exactly. Um, Christina, as a marketer, what has been, uh, what has had the most impact on your perspective in your job? job? The most impact is being a user of, especially like on the social media side, um, just diving into it and immersing myself into it because I feel like you can't be a social media marketer if you don't use it. Um, truth you need to like engage even even on the personal accounts like you can't just use your brand account you need to have a personal account and learn how to interact with people in the digital age because it's very different than in the real world yeah well and like understanding the nuances of you know the latest and greatest memes that are circling the internet that like every five minutes there's a new one so it's like i mean look at how fast the bernie sanders thing like went with his little mittens that was my sweatshirt just came i immediately ordered that (laughs) as soon as he put it on his merch store and i just got it it sold out in like an hour so like i am proud like not every brand has to be that on top of things but it does it does definitely help i saw when I was on social media, TikTok in particular, I saw a marketer, former marketer talk about that stuff. And she was struggling at her job, former job with men who don't understand anything, who maybe got their job on a nepotism and not merit. Um, but she's like trying to explain because she's on social and she's of a younger age. And she's like, this would resonate with the audience. And it's references they get because it was in the industry, but like, they didn't get why it would resonate. They're like, I don't, that wouldn't be funny. Let's do, let's do this other thing. And it's like, you're, you're choosing things for yourself, not for your audience. You have to speak to your audience. So you have to, you have to like play around a little bit. What sucks though, is that sometimes social media sucks. Like I just like, like I, I think if I ever stop being in marketing or like maybe stop having to do social media as part of my daily job, like I'm not going to be on Facebook anymore. (laughs) Nope. I might have it. It might live, but like, I don't have to look at it every day and I'm not going to look at it just for for a short time. Yeah. I am with you. There's days where I'm like, why do I do this? And I'm like, well, because it helps me be good at my job. Well, and then there are some days where it's such, there are some days where it becomes such a cool channel or tool to communicate to people or interact with people. And like, sometimes you're like, yeah, this is, this is really awesome because it gives people a voice that might not have it and it reaches people that it might not normally. And then you're like, oh, but sometimes the channel gives people a voice. Yeah. Especially like pre-pandemic, I used to like plan a lot of like group runs locally and like... I wouldn't have had the success of that without social media. For sure. And now like Facebook groups, I don't know if you utilize, uh, maybe groups, Facebook groups for Girl Scouts. We have a ton of groups and they're more for like the troop leaders. And Mm -hmm. I like the evolution of Facebook into that. Cause I'm like, I, it was kind of dying out for me. Like I used it to, I use messenger like all the time, like right. as a messenger mm-hmm. app. And then I would use it for events. Like you said, like setting up events for people. It's kind of like a more but social version of Eventbrite. They don't work anymore. But the events don't really work anymore. Oh, like they to like invite people because people are drifting away i think but yeah. but then group then groups came around and we started like we started one for local advertising group it didn't really take off but now i'm in like that's kind of the only reason i'm on the platform is because i'm part of several groups for varying things and 
I get those now. I'm mainly in it just for uh, to participate in the dog spotting group. So, oh, see, see, group though, it's important. Yeah, that's important is content. important. And I think like people are more comfortable actually engaging in a group over on a brand page because mm-hmm. in the brand page, it's like, oh, this is public and I don't want to look like an idiot. But mm-hmm. if I'm in a group, I probably won't look like an idiot. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like you're choosing your weird crowd. Like, yes. yeah, like it will. And I guess the other, the only other thing that I really use in Facebook is like the podcast groups that like of my favorite podcasts that I'm in, like their fan groups. So like people are just like posting about... It's, it's like little communities. Yeah. And so it's yeah. like in certain podcast groups, I know that like, no matter what I post, there will be like 500 people being like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Good job. And it's like, if I'm having a bad day, that's where I'm going. I'm in a group called pathetic triathletes. And nice. there was this great post the other night. And I, I actually didn't notice it. My spouse noticed it, but um, someone asked what their favorite app was while you're on the trainer. And a trainer is an indoor bike that you, you set your bike ride on it. And um, the first comment was like Qdoba, Starbucks, and they listed all these like food place deliveries for Chipotle. (laughs) I love that. DoorDash. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, What's changed the most about your job as a marketer? The amount of platforms that you need to keep up with. Breach. (laughs) Yes. And it's not even that you have to be active on them. It's that you have to know about them. Like when Clubhouse came out and then got hot immediately, I was like, no, I'm just trying, like, I'm just, I just got the hang of TikTok. Will you stop? I need to put this down. It's exhausting. Yeah. Then it's, your, it's your job as digital like it's our job as digital people to know about them so yeah. when people have questions they're coming to you to ask and I'm like I don't <sighs> yeah I have to yeah. stay on top of this too like I like digital don't get me wrong it's my job but like yeah now we're to the point where it's just changes literally every day like every 12 hours oh yeah and, it's and like you can't exhausting. write out a content plan for like more than a week ahead really because there's just and with the, everything that's going on in the world and uh-huh. tragedies and chaos it's like I'm not planning out my content for two weeks from now yeah, I mean, we, especially over like summer of 2020 into as recently as last week. Uh, yeah, we've definitely been been cognizant of or just be sensitive to social yeah. issues. And like, we don't want to be insensitive in those moments. And so like, we're like, hey, heads up, we shouldn't run this promotion tomorrow, mm-hmm. pending the outcome of certain events, because it's just that's not okay. And uh, that's been a big change in yeah. marketing, too. Well, especially, Sina, I'm interested in hearing your thoughts or I guess like having such a legacy brand like the Girl Scouts, (laughs) especially in Wisconsin, like how has that been? Like, I guess I guess like, you know, what has has that been like for you dealing with digital in in the climate of 2020 in general, like with a legacy brand like that? It's been extremely challenging and we are extremely careful about anything we say with any big events. Um, Even when Joe Biden and Kamala Harris were elected, I I think we spent like eight hours going back and forth on what to say, if anything about it, you know, first woman vice president, like this is a very important part in history. Mm -hmm. This is the Girl Scouts. Yeah. Yeah. And you should definitely, and like you should definitely say that even if it was, like regardless of the party that's cool even if you didn't vote for them yeah yeah a huge moment but yeah we they spent the whole day just kind of rewriting and figuring out what photo and Mm -hmm. i'm glad that we did say something but i mean there was a point where it was like well maybe we won't say anything i'm like no we need to so yeah. yeah for something like that definitely uh in your opinion next question is what is the well we might have covered this a little bit but like what's the most challenging part of your job? The many, many platforms. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I think we probably covered that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll reverse it. And what's the most rewarding part of your job? I love it when people interact and engage with the content. I love communicating with the audience. I, I love being their friend. And especially with the Girl Scout audience, mm-hmm. because 
the mission behind all of it is making the world a better place. And I mean, how cool is that? That this is part of my job. Like this is the mission. And it's just awesome when share a piece of content of a girl doing great and someone else is really excited and inspired by it. I think that's been really the most rewarding part. Yeah, like no offense to hospitality, but Girl Scout seems uh, a little bit more fun. Yeah, when I left that position, I mean, like, I remember, like, because they actually countered and wanted me to stay. And it was just like, and at that time, it was like in the heat of the pandemic. And I'm just like, I cannot market traveling during a pandemic. It just felt so wrong. Yeah. And then looking at the Girl Scout mission, I'm like, I, I need to do yeah, this. this I can imagine that would be a moral dilemma. I can imagine it's... Yeah. <laughs> and just, well, even regardless, like, oh, maybe a little bit more fulfilling working with... Extremely. That yeah. organization, yeah. Yes. Um, what's, uh, what project or accomplishment are, are you most proud of in your career thus far? So far, becoming the drone pilot's been the proudest thing because I, it was just a decision. I made. It was one of those just do it moments where I was like, okay, I'm going to go through the schooling and mm-hmm. go take the test. And I'm not very good at science, so it was actually really hard for me. Um, with a lot of like map reading and stuff and lots of like crazy symbols and memorizing all these weird things. Like, hard. And weather is really like... Yeah. Weather is super hard. <laughs> My friend's a, friend's a data scientist. She went to school for, to be a meteorologist, and now she's in straight-up data science. And she, like, gets... Like, I find it all interesting, but she gets that sh- stuff like no other. Like, she can be like, oh, well, like, the weather doesn't look too bad. She's like, actually... And she's, like, looking at the charts and stuff. She's like, this is going to do this, and that's going to do that. So we should probably, like, go here. Like, okay. Yeah, like, the no air idea. density stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, it's... <laughs> I'm not good at science. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> but having the drone, like the drone skills, that is so cool. It's like a, such a cool hobby. Like how, how many people know how to, like you said, there are people with their hobbyists out there, but what do they really know? Like how many people are actually skilled? Like I almost feel like you could for your own purposes and for your job, but you can almost like freelance that ability out. I, and I have had a few inquiries for nice. projects on the side and I have done them because I, bought my own drone since leaving the hospitality company so I have it and I can do it why not do you do it for races and stuff I assume I will be doing my first race on June 12th it's here in Madison it's a 10k at the arboretum location to move okay you can sign up for it actually you're looking to do more running right uh, yeah, I mean, technically, I'm signed up for a Ragnar, the trail race. Yeah, you no, can't say shit to Stina about this. Yeah. Uh, but, but that means I have to, but I have to keep, like, doing, no, we wanted to do the road race again. Because, but, so, because we're June last 12th, year. this is an all-woman's race, yeah. oh, which is pretty yeah, darn Kelly. cool. And June I'll be Only 10K? I mean, I would have done a 20K and hopefully survived. <laughs> yeah, it's Kelly. lap. <laughs> right like I can do I can do six miles so I'm like that's like not fast but no one's asking you how fast you can do it that's fine it's totally (laughs) fine exactly yeah it's all about finishing it's true okay we don't we don't pay shame no okay don't gatekeep that (laughs) Um, uh, what is the uh the best piece of advice you have for other marketing women to just do it Like, don't let anyone say that you just dabble, darn it. Like, if you think you're good at, if if people are telling you you're good at something, like, they're not doing it, they're not saying it just to, I don't know, blow smoke up Mm -hmm. your butt. Like, they're saying it because you're actually good at it. So if a male says you dabble, you ignore him. Or you you break his knees and then continue doing that. Love it. Yeah, that. Yeah, McKenna Sadly likes McKenna fork. likes crime. I'm here for the McKenna violence. Likes to watch and read about crime. Yep. <laughs> for the violence. Uh, um. So, uh, the next question we have is: What are the tools that you can't live without? And anything goes here. Right? So that could be coffee. Canva. That could be like your favorite coffee mug. Coffee in general. Oreos. Like I can't. I feel like your. Or there's certain type of like 
bike equipment that you train with like and anything that keeps you going my iphone i cannot go without an iphone for one photoshop i need photoshop i need my drone i need my bike i need the outdoors you sound really high maintenance well excellent i joke i need so much more than that <laughs> uh, if you weren't in marketing, what would you be doing? Probably not I'm finance. Guessing something in fitness, triathlon yeah, related. I have not I don't noticed know. that theme at all. And we, I guess we, are, well, we already talked about that. My other question was like, what are your hobbies that are like marketing related or not? But we, I think we already. Well, is definitely there, do you, open that. Yeah. Are there, is there anything else aside from drones and being superwoman? Uh, yeah, Hi. I love fishing. Fishing. Yes. Last like, summer, I was uh, partially furloughed, so I had every Thursday and Friday off of work, and every Thursday and Friday, I would take myself I fishing. I could put my own worms on my hook, and I'd pull them out of the water, and take the fish off the hook, throw it back in, and cast yeah. again. Okay. Like, I yeah. could probably handle that. I could probably <laughs> handle that. Uh, did you like? Did you, did you get like real fancy with it, or did you just like get a license? By the and a end of the summer, I ended up buying a fishing kayak because I was just out in like the the hobby kayak, and it's like yeah. here's scrunched in there, and like I brought two poles with me, and Aww. I got a fishing hat. <laughs> you have a you have a Cabela's card now, don't you? I don't. No. Oh, that's when you know you. That's when you know you're done. <laughs> Credit line. But I mean, at the end of the summer, I did catch one bass and it was big enough oh. to keep. So I did keep it and I took it home and had my spouse do all the cleaning and we ate it. See, yeah. that's where, that's where I get lost. Like, I don't mind eating don't fish. Do it because it'll make your, it'll ruin your whole life. Yet because, because I know it won't. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I haven't done it, but I feel like catching lake fish or like river fish is maybe a little bit different. Huh. Yeah, yeah we did some research and it like, it seemed like it was okay to eat like one from time to time, but like sure. you wouldn't want to eat lake fish like every day. The last question we had is uh, if you, if you're a drinker, cause it's buzzed words, right? So it's yes. like, happy hour. Um, what is your favorite beverage? If you're so, a drinker? I'm going to be a buzzkill here and um, admit that I've been dry since November of Hell 2017. Yeah. I was going to say if you're, yeah, if you're a drinker, good for you. Yeah. Or just favorite way to like unwind. Unwind? I mean, yeah. just like laying on the couch. You're like, I train, <laughs> I train for triathlons. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just like to lay around. Okay, and what's your wait, watch what, What's your favorite Netflix day. series or movie? Oh, well, I was so I was in Hulu and I was just finished. I got as far as I could with um, This Is Us because it's one of those shows that everyone tweets about and every, I think it's on, on Thursday nights on TV maybe because it seemed like every Thursday night my entire tw Twitter timeline would be oh my god this is us and that's all they would say and I'm like well this show must be really good so that was my winter binge was this is us and I got caught up and it, it, it is addicting and there was one point where I almost gave up because I was like does every I've heard it's emotionally heartbreak but trying. it got better <laughs> see yeah Same. this is why I haven't touched it it's why I haven't touched it because I was late to the game too I was late to the yeah. game too but I was seeing it bad with emotions in my <laughs> social feeds and it always seems so yeah I don't deal with emotions but it's like really emotional and dramatic and sad and I'm like I don't I don't know if I'm ever like in the mindset for for this but it yeah. seems i've heard great things about it i don't think yeah I once you get through and i don't remember if it's like season two or what season it was but once you get through that it's more manageable Every and doesn't time. make you cry <laughs> see i've been i've Same. been shit's creek like three times this pandemic oh my gosh i'll probably restart that next because oh, I'm, yeah. kind of, I'm in between right now where yeah, i don't that's have just a like good wonderful background Handmaid's Tale just dropped new episodes. I'm saving them I for know, my vacation. I'm so behind on Handmaid's Tale. I didn't finish the first season. <laughs> I do that too. I save things. Like I actually have certain shows I'll only watch on the treadmill yeah. because the treadmill like sucks. So it's like it's a treat to be on the treadmill. That's how and you watch get yourself into good habits is doing shit like that. 
<laughs> you have to trick yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I think we're out of questions, but the one thing we haven't discussed, which I feel like is really crucial because you work for the Girl Scouts of Wisconsin, you work for Girl Scouts, cookies. Cookies. So this is my first year. I'm a cookie rookie and I gained five pounds. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I weighed myself last week and I was like, oh, the cookie. And this is coming from a 15 pounds or whatever. person. Like, Kelly, if this was us, we'd be up 30. Yeah, and I was... <laughs> I, had a, I had Chipotle burrito. I'm already, I've gained five pounds since I saw you at work today. <laughs> yeah, but it was like... So, yeah, since I started, obviously, like, I'm working remote, so I'm from home. But um, what I loved about the cookie season is it gave me a way to actually interact with the girls in person because I would look up and see where the live booths were and every weekend I would do my long run and then I would go and visit as many booths as I could every Saturday and yeah it was just so fun and like I brought obviously like my camera and stuff and took a bunch of pictures and then interviewed them and did some video clips and of course since I'm shoving a camera on their face I'm like well I have to support you and buy 10 boxes of cookies while I'm here right if they yeah. were, they haven't learned yet because they're just children, but if they were better business women, they would be like, yeah, you can take a picture, two boxes. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you buy three boxes, I'll, film a TikTok. I'll let you get an autograph or whatever. Yeah, there, but today I actually got to sit down with all that video content that I collected and I put together this little like, thank you for your support video. And it was just, I relived the last six weeks in this little so like cute. 30 second video. It was just so fun. So for so what's what's your favorite girl? What's your favorite cookie? The Thin Mint. Oh, classic. Yeah. In the freezer. Yep. Ooh, ice cream on it. I have a sleeve of Thin Mints in my freezer that's been there for probably three years. Oh my goodness. I don't think it's going to happen in my house. It would not I, happen. I tried. So I have a cookie hookup. I didn't go to any live booths because it's pandemic. But I have like a neighbor who has a neighbor who has a hookup, and. uh I got it that way, but I tried the French toast ones this year, yeah. the new French toast ones. See, I had one for breakfast every day. See, <laughs> that's why, like, I would, it's not a cookie I could, like, Oreos, it's not a cookie I feel like I could binge, Yeah. but, like, one of those cookies with a hot cup of coffee, like, yeah, not they're bad. so good for breakfast. Girl <laughs> Scout cookies are good for any time of the day. <laughs> that's true. Um, I'm the cook, because I'm just so curious, and since we have a connection to cookies, because I don't... the girl scout cookie thing has evolved a lot i feel like only within the past few years like they they have like apps now and they do like they do a lot more digital when before it was like the only way you could find girl scout cookies is if you were blessed to have one of those little angels show up at your house or you have a friend or coworker, or you just saw them at the grocery store and it was always cash or like you know you mail in a check or something and i feel like it felt so behind the times yeah which is great because I never had cat. I never had cash for them at the store. So I was like, I can't buy cookies. And that was even like only a few years ago. So I was super pumped to see that they have all these like digital things now. Yeah. It's really cool seeing, like seeing them get innovative and creative and like they, they made QR codes that went to their square and like Mm -hmm. they, they could send out personalized emails. And I mean, I think they're probably more advanced than I ever was when I was a Girl Scout. I could not imagine when we had to fundraise just for normal school things. Uh, that was all kids today won't understand the struggle of having to physically go ask people. Yeah. Like I had to go ask people. I got chased by a Doberman because I went to my neighbor's house and they had this dog that was like a massive dick and I love dogs. So like, this is like saying something like it was like, they literally got this Doberman, like, as an attack dog, like it's like to protect their property. Like we live in the like, suburbs. Just trying to sell like, like what the hell? So I went to go sell some cookies, and like this woman. Usually, I talk to the the woman that lived there, the older woman. But then that day, her husband answered the door, and then I understood why she was the one that always answered the door because he had no idea how to interact with humans and to like I don't know warn the eight-year-old that the Doberman is going to charge her but don't run because it'll make it worse yeah I ran because I was eight and it was the size of me (laughs) (laughs) and now we can avoid all that because they can just 
you just have a QR code. Now you can just shoot an email out yep. like <laughs> kids these days. <laughs> I, I would print out, if I lived in the burbs, like my neighbor, I live in like a suburbish area here. I'm in an apartment, but like the burbs are right there. And I walk through all these houses. Like I would put, I would print out a massive QR code in my front window and be like order cookies for all the people walking by. Scan that. Super yeah. easy. Yeah. Laminate that shit, put it on your mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's fun. I like the cookies. I know you, before you said it, every day you go into work and take a bite size. Like it feels like you're taking a bite out of an elephant. I'm like, as long as the elephant is like an elephant size caramel delight. It, yes. the best. That's I like the, best. the caramel delight. I'm not much of a fan of that one. It's because it's coconut and people yeah. fail. I feel like that's the same as mint. Well, maybe mint is a little more acceptable. But like I like, thin, they're not bad. It's just... Yeah, I think like, I would rather not. Yeah, same with coconut thing. But I, I could binge an entire thing of caramel delights for sure. Yes. And the lemonades are so good. Oh my and, god! Yeah. And the s'more cookies. Yeah, I oh, still have. Those are gone. This was the last year for that. They're gone. Yep. Forever. Forever. Why? It's your fault. Because we have the toastier. Because they replaced them with the French toast ones. Yes. No, 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 no. Kelly objects. No, I object. I object. Who can I write? Because yeah, I don't know. The, you can email Stina service. Yeah. I'll do it yes. like I'll do it like how we get messages sometimes from like our on our clients' pages where it's like all capital letters and misspellings and like I use your wrong and a tons bunch, of ellipses. T- yeah, and like a bunch of exclamation points. That's my favorite. I'm a, I'm still an admin on some of the hotel pages. Um, I help them out a little bit so on the I. side, but Sorry. like they'll like message and be like, "Oh, we're out of towels in room 204," and I'm like. I'm in Madison. Sorry. I can't help you. It's so funny you <laughs> said like, that. That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> we're not doing anything actively with that uh, client right now, but I still have access to things. Like, it's just, I mean, no harm, no foul. But right. as you're saying that, I literally got a, <laughs> a Google map review, like a Google review. Five-star yeah, review. All those too. <laughs> like, congratulations. Uh, I get reviews. Five stars. Like, <laughs> five stars. Five yeah, stars. So happy for you. <laughs> I think that's all that's all the questions I had. We talked about cookies. So that was like crucial, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Cookies and drones. Well, thanks, Tina, for coming on the podcast today. It was a pleasure, even though you hate Google Pixels. <laughs> Thank you. This is so a lot of fun. All right. Well, with that, we leave you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to Buzzwords. Have any questions or suggestions on topics you'd like us to cover? Email us at info at buzzwords.com. That's info at B-U-Z-Z-D-Words.com. You can also find us on all major social media platforms as Buzzwords. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon account. Link available on buzzwords.com. Every little bit helps. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.